It's the Cash All Podcast, breaking down trends in design, web, social media, brands, tech, and more. I'm your host, Brandon Peterson. Playoffs, transfers, opt-outs, and NIL have seemingly altered the landscape of college football bowl games, diminishing their significance, causing a major decline in attendance. Now, my friends Andy and Kyle, who sometimes listen to the show, and I have podcasts with them about college football, they're thinking, geez, another bull rant by Brandon Peterson. Before you tune out, just hear me out here. Enthusiasm for these matchups feels like it's at an all-time low. However, this season brought an unexpected twist. A bull game matchup that surpasses any of recent memories. But what if I told you that this year's best bowl game matchup wasn't between two teams, but rather a showdown between two bowl games themselves? That'd be the Pop-Tart Bowl versus the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Now, I know Cheez-It Citrus Bowl doesn't really sound like it goes well together, but that just that's sponsorships for you. All right. So corporate sponsorships for bowl games are old news. And really do have a long history of being criticized. I recall the uproar back in the day when the granddaddy of them all gave in to gain a sponsor in 1999. It would be called the Rose Bowl game presented by AT&T. Ooh, Nelly, we got a real bond burner of a game today. Everyone made fun of it. This year, though, for the first time in my years of following college football, we witnessed brands starting to take center stage, or midfield rather, with a more engaging presence. Bowl games are now experimenting with new strategies to generate excitement by creating memorable moments with the brand itself. We've transitioned here from post-game Gatorade baths. That seemed cool for a time, but then it got old and it's kind of lame. Now, pouring frosted flakes on top of a winning coach... Hey, that's a little bit different. That's kind of cool. Or take it up a notch, Duke's Mayo, and people are tuning in just to watch a college football coach get Duke's Mayo dumped from a giant Gatorade cooler on top of the coach. In the Pop-Tarts Bowl this year, a large, silly Pop-Tart mascot stole our hearts with its antics. Its name is Strawberry. How adorable is that? A giant toaster appeared in the middle of the field, And out of one of the slots rose Strawberry Pop-Tart with an enthusiastic smile surrounded by smoke and fireworks. This isn't something that you see every day, and particularly at a bowl game. At the game's conclusion, Strawberry the Pop-Tart was holding a sign that read, Dreams do come true! And the adorable snack then descended into the toaster and emerged as a giant pastry for the victorious Kansas State Wildcats to enjoy. They're literally eating the mascot live on TV. First time in the history of the world that's happened, folks. Strawberry Pop-Tart mascot isn't the hero we deserve, but is the hero we need right now. Now, not to be undone, a few days later, at the Citrus Bowl, Cheez-Its employed their own witty, sarcastic branding. And I really want to, can't wait till more of the details of the story emerge Because they had to have seen the Pop-Tart and seen it as a moment. And they could have said, you know what, maybe next year. Instead, they said, we have four days to do something to make a very high-talked-about moment in college football bowl games. Cheez-Its would employ their witty and sarcastic branding 
bringing out a giant Cheez-It box, just like Pop-Tart did, only with a giant Cheez-It box, showering sparks around the outsides of it, and would emerge a massive orange cracker mascot named Ched Z wearing sunglasses. The bright orange character was holding a sign that read, Non-Edible Mascot. It was a whimsical troll job directed at Pop-Tarts. EA Sports, when NCAA Football 25 comes out, please, can we get a mascot mashup between Strawberry and Chedzi? This is what the fans, they didn't know they needed it until a few days ago, but now we know that we do, in fact, need it. Tennessee volunteer coach Josh Heupel celebrated his Citrus Bowl win with a shower of Cheez-It crackers at the end of the game. Spectators were the real winners, as we all got to witness the start of a friendly rivalry between two companies that would not normally be competing for the same audience. In the morning when I wake up, I'm not opening the pantry and saying, you know, should I have a Pop-Tart or should I have a bunch of Cheez-Its? That's not a, a competition that's going on in my mind. But next year on bowl games, it sure as heck will be. The infusion of voice, tone, and brand archetypes into college football bowl games is nothing short of brilliant. These memeable moments really allow fans to share their user-generated content to the masses at no extra expense from Pop-Tarts or Cheez-It. Much of the publicity was done after the event by the fans. Using a game as a platform for followers to react to brands more than the competition itself is truly a masterclass in branding. And it's a masterclass in marketing and engagement. All three of them. I would argue that the strategies employed in this year's bowl games are more effective than recent Super Bowl commercials, which seem to always be a letdown to me. Hype is already building up for next year's college football postseason games to see if Pop-Tarts retaliates Cheez-It or to anticipate what other brands throw down the challenge gauntlet to become the next most talked about sponsor during bowl season. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you like what you heard, and I'm always looking to connect on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and YouTube, at Code Peterson. You can also check out my webpage, CodePeterson.com.